wise and humble or ignorant and arrogant? How does this all work? Hello, hello. I don't know about you, but I love that. I just dance. <laughs> yes, we, we all dance. We do do a little bit of a like a little a, chair jig. A chair jig. There's a. That's what we do. You've just made a word. I think yeah. a chair jig. Hello, everybody. I'm here with my gorgeous friend Kristen Coggan. How you going? Hello, darling. And we are back to talk through some. Well, for me, it's actually talking shop, isn't it? Yes. For you, what what is it for you? Oh, it's just fun. I mean, you know, it's really interesting stuff and it's nice to just flesh it out in a relaxed Mm. way and, you know. I find it interesting, but it's fun for me. Well, maybe we'll we'll cover a topic one day and you'll just say, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, no, no. No, that's not interesting. We haven't hit that, (laughs) have we? And, And as always, I don't give Kristen any heads up whatsoever. No. Not because I'm cruel, although I might be. I reckon you get off on it a bit. <laughs> I might. I might. I do enjoy a bit of, you know, sparkle going on. Yes. No, but you don't like to have a lot of thinking. No, I don't want to have to think about it. So this is why I can be. And it's fresh. Yeah. Super fresh. <laughs> no danger there. So it's a genuine conversation. It is a genuine conversation. So you don't know what we're talking about here. No. no. Okay. Have you ever heard of the circle of knowledge? No. I love the circle of knowledge because mm-hmm. I think I think I you know when you travel along and you notice patterns and you think oh there's that again there's that again but you can't quite put language around it mm-hmm. yeah well I was noticing these patterns you know psychologist 20 years spending what how long 50 hours a week with people per per week obviously and you notice patterns mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I came upon this this kind of language and um, it just is just so incredibly poetic, I mm-hmm. think. So basically, it's called the circle of knowledge, and I'm going to describe it. But the background's really cool. So basically, <clears throat> these various cultures all have come together and had the same kind of concept to describe this issue. Mm-hmm. And this issue is about wisdom or lack of wisdom, mm-hmm. and how that presents for people. Do you come across as humble or arrogant? Okay. Very, very interesting. And so these different cultures have all kind of come up with the same visual concept and, of course, they've all got different language around it. Mm-hmm. And um, circle of knowledge is the translation from the Japanese um, concept mm-hmm. of – so that they could – so if I – have studied Japanese and I have lived in Japan briefly, but of course I cannot translate it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, circle of knowledge comes from the Japanese. And um, so here it is. If you think about your knowledge and you were to put it into a circle, yeah, mm-hmm. if your knowledge is small, the, the, the inside part of the circle represents your knowledge mm-hmm. and the circumference, the outside area, represents your knowledge of what you don't know. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you have a small amount of knowledge, you also relatively have a small knowledge, a small amount of knowledge of what you don't know. But as your knowledge grows and the circle gets bigger and bigger because your knowledge grows and gets mm-hmm. bigger and bigger, the circumference gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so as you know more, you become aware of increasingly what you don't know. Yep. You become more and more um, humble to all of the questions in the world that you really don't know. Okay. 
So those two things are proportional and that's the point. And so this concept is just a really lovely visual Mm. way of representing that. Mm. Yeah. And so what's uh, really interesting here is when people, uh, obviously knowledge is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wisdom is a great thing because, you know, from that it can um, help you navigate life and, and you just become, you grow and you're not stagnant. Um, but when you're looking around at people around you, um, how do you work out where they sit with this? And it's very much based on their attitude towards learning. Mm-hmm. And so somebody who's very arrogant based on this this approach is basically very ignorant. Mm-hmm. So when they have a small amount of knowledge, they have a small awareness of what they don't know. Therefore, they're arrogant. Therefore, they're kind of, as our kids would say, know-it-alls. Yep. Good old know-it-alls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas people who are, you know, really quite um, astute and aware of so much and their knowledge is fantastic, then they are quite humble and they're aware of what they don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's a, yeah, I love that concept. Yeah, I like it too. I know. It makes sense. It does make sense. And it's lovely. Yes. Yes, and so, you know, on a light note, we're just going to chat about uh, Socrates now (laughs) because, you know, that's what you do. Now, what people don't realise is this was what Socrates was all about. This drove him nuts. He, he, you know, if you want to get on a – get up there on on your stool and have a big old, you know, whinge, Mm -hmm. this is basically what he kept talking about. Mm-hmm. And he was so right, and obviously he was surrounded by a lot of people who were quite ignorant because he got quite irritated about this. Right. He was very frustrated by arrogance. It was his pet hate. And so I'm going to read for you some quotes from him because I, of course, you know, I can't quite compete with Socrates. No. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Mankind is made of two kinds of people, wise people who know they're fools mm-hmm. and fools who think they are wise. Yes. How nice is that? Yep. Very true, isn't it? I'm I'm very comfortable being a fool. I don't mean mm. to be <laughs> full of I'm myself. I'm so arrogant. I think that. I'm a fool. <laughs> I don't mean to mess with this. But, yeah. Um, the only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm intelligent because I know that I know nothing. So mm-hmm. this is Socrates talking. He was mm-hmm. a bit of a wise guy. And the last one, my favourite perhaps, true wisdom comes to each of us when we realise how little we understand about life, ourselves and the world around us. Mm-hmm. So I just, I love reading about this guy because he goes on and on and on, but very poetically. So here's my question to you, my darling. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> Hit me. Okay, you travel through life mm-hmm. and someone comes to you yep. and they're that cocky guy. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, just sassy girl. And I, I don't mean sassy in a bad way. I love that. Mm. But, you know, someone who a, – a, a woman who comes up and she's just got it all going on. Yep. And, you know, she looks you up and down and she's got all the answers and where mm-hmm. do you fit in her little world. How do you – do you get this immediately? Do you understand where their world's at? Yes, I do. Like, I think I do, but I don't care. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but you read it straight away. Yeah. You can peg it. Yeah. Do you ever get sucked into their um, self-promotion of I've got it all going on and, you know, I know more than you? I might have done when I was younger, maybe been intimidate, intimidated by it rather than sucked in by it. Mm. Well, that's tr- that's their goal. Yeah, um, when I was younger, mm. whereas now I just, yeah, you've got your bubble. You yeah. stick to it. What do you mean you've got your bubble? They're in their own bubble. 
doing okay. their own thing. You know, you go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Queen Bee or King Dick of their own bubble. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. And have you experienced the the contrast? Somebody who is just, you know, um, you can read it from them that they're they're really really open to always be expanding and learning and they're, you know, they're just that person who you would you would love to hear. They're, they're interesting. They're interesting. And they're kind. There you go. Mm-hmm. They often are. Mm. They often are. And I find them interesting and I want to f- not feed off them but I want to be around them and absorb it and yeah, I, lo- I, w- I want to be in their bubble. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can I come join you? <laughs> It's exactly that, isn't it? Because yeah. you can tell that they've just got a richness of experience and yes. interest and that they don't necessarily have alliances, but they're asking some really interesting questions. And I, I reckon I worked that out in my 20s when I was travelling. How? Love it. Love just it. meeting lots of different people in lots of different scenarios from all sorts of walks of life. Mm. And you never know who you're going to meet next and just clicking with people that are people that you've never met the like of before. Yeah, and I guess working out that there's more to it, everything that you think that than you think there is, you know. Mm, mm, absolutely. I think as you get older, how great to just get that experience, yeah. Yeah, and just meeting people that just you click with straight away, mm. you just want to listen to their stories. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm always blown. This might sound really mean. It is mean. Um, I'm really blown away mm-hmm. when I meet people, and I I meet quite a few who who come in and they're um, and I don't mean clients actually. I just mean in life actually. Mm-hmm. I don't. It sounds like clients. I don't mean that. But um, and they're just busy telling you what's going on, how they figured it out, how they've mastered this, mm-hmm. how they're just you know king shit kind of thing, and um, they go on and on and on. And what that's not interesting. That's that's no. you know pretty. It awesome. is for a little bit. No, no, I just get irritated. I don't get it. I just get bored. I get bored really quick. Yeah. Um. But what's fascinating to me is that they are so consumed by their little their little igloo that they don't understand that other people are looking at them and saying, "Hey, um, you know, the world doesn't revolve around mm. you," and it's it's screamingly obvious to me that they're extremely insecure, mm. extremely. They are actually scared. Mm. They're very vulnerable, but they're terrified of being vulnerable. So therefore, they're trying to increase their level of control. So therefore, they're needing to come come across as mm. being the master of everything. Yes, um, yeah. And yes. the fact that they can't see that they present as being so scared and and so incredibly, um, yeah, insecure. But I love, <coughs> excuse me. Sometimes in the workplace or in life, in situations, you'll come across people like that. You can't just walk away or dismiss them. You have to interact with them mm. on some level. And if you sometimes give them a, a little bit of, um, I think, validation and understanding, you can make that work for you and oh, make abs- that work for them. Absolutely, absolutely. Because actually if you were to help them feel more calm and secure mm. and just take a breath, then they stop the charade. Mm. Yeah, the charades, charades, charade. Help me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> potato, potato. Thank you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. And, um, you know, my rule of thumb, my absolute rule of thumb in life is don't do harm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and so if, if somebody is, is putting on all that bravado and, and then I will actually, if, I've, if I'm in their world, I will actually approach them and mm-hmm. just be very gentle. Yes, it's all about be being kind. Patient, yeah. Be very kind. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And um, when though the, the queen bee girl that you were talking about before, I just backtrack and walk off and leave them to it. Do you? Yeah, I don't want to help them. Well, I'm talking about <laughs> if you if you're in their world for yes, some reason. Yes, that's what I was saying. You sometimes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you approach them and you just just kind and genuine and you just kind of just mm. help them to take a breath, then maybe they can put down their um, defenses and they can mm. stop stop with the you know the fairly arrogant mm. carry on. Mm. Yes. So basically, the punchline is: look for humble people, mm. and um, and arrogant people presume that they're. I mean, these are big. Obviously, there's exceptions to the rule, mm. but it's pretty common. Mm. Yeah, and so the arrogant people—that is something that's a sad state. And yeah, and sometimes that arrogance is only—it's a—it's a facade. Well, it's always a facade. It's a, well, it is, but sometimes it's so temporary. If you right. can break through it, yeah. You can break through that fairly quickly, mm. I think. That's true. That's true. So there you go. I just love mm. the connection between knowledge mm. and, ironically, humbleness. As a but po- wouldn't the world be boring if you thought you knew everything? Fascinating question. Like, what, what would be the point anymore? I wonder what that would be like. Seriously, I'm trying to put I my know some people that. we could ask. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you thought you had it all going on and you had all the answers, even if you, uh, you know, I don't think they fully believe it. No, themselves. I don't think so. But they always there's always something that's a carrot or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fascinating question. I guess it depends on how convinced they've, how much they've convinced themselves. I don't know, but yeah, it would be quite boring. I mean, I love not having a clue. Mm. I love learning. I love, I love being goofy and going. Well, you know. This is my understanding, but hey, there's a hell of a lot more to go. That is interesting. I would hate. It's a bit like going to a theme park and you've been on all the rides a million times. How boring is that? Mm. This is why I think Donald Trump is so fascinating for the world. Yeah, do tell. <laughs> well, I thought he was very boring. I thought he was so profoundly predictable. It was ridiculous. Yes, but it was interesting how he thought he had. Well, this is my perception of him. Yeah, how he thought he had all the answers. He may well do. I'm not sure, but he thought he had all the answers, and he was just out there putting that in everyone's face, and it, it was all about him. And you couldn't tell him. No one. It would seem no one could tell him anything. Well, because he knew everything. Yeah, yeah. So he's a really great. And you case could have study to say that he has a level of arrogance. <laughs> so we've just got a case study going right now. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know. Well, you know, when you're a god, you yes. um, but this is why people found him so fascinating. People, do you? Whether you liked him or loathed him, you people watched him. I never did. I can't tell you how bored I was. I would rather watch. I actually don't mind watching grass mm. grow. Like, but honestly, I found him so spectacularly boring. Spectacularly, yeah. spectacularly boring. Scripted. Oh, so yeah. much so. And everyone's like shocked. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. No. For me, it was just. It was just. It was a bad day at the office. <laughs> anyway, great Any, case study. Anyhow. anyhow. <laughs> Back to normal people. But you found it interesting, so that's no, – I, I found it you're fascinating. Most people did. Absolutely fascinating, his reactions and mm. – hmm. Okay, so punchline. Punchline. We're going for humble and goofy. Mm-hmm. We're wanting to be students of the world always. Yes. And the more we know, the more we know that we don't know, and that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And when people are arrogant, they're probably ignorant and uh, buckets of compassion for that. Mm. There you go. Circle of knowledge. 
bring it into the world, I say. That's it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, darling. So, it's my turn now. Thank you so much, yes. For all of you who'd like to find Kirsten, it's like she's everywhere. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) You can find her at kirstenhunterauthor.com and Facebook at kirstenhunterauthor, Instagram kirstenhunterauthor, Twitter kirstenhunterau, her YouTube channel is Psych in Your Car, you get to see her there, and this podcast is Signposts for Living with Dr. Kirsten Hunter. Yep. Yep, I'm employed forever. Everywhere, you're everywhere. I'm so sorry. You're like salt, you're in everything. <laughs> 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 See you, dog. Bye. Oh, fantastic. <laughs>